0: enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with cube from first arkansas bank and trust member fdic
1: bath living dining they do it all check out river city flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on maumelle boulevard just
0: off Four Thirty. In the zone coming to you live from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort studio. Oakland, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Anchory and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. The zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology. Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com.
2: Hour number three. Glad you're with us at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. David Cutcliffe will be taking uh, the stage here in about 20 minutes or so. They're uh, handing out some awards right now. Um... Uh, so we'll get all of our stuff done, so we can hear Coach Cutcliffe, and I, I, I thought it was a fantastic interview. In fact, J.K. in Fairfield Bay says, "What a great interview, Wes! What a great man!" I, I agree. It was uh, uh, just—I um, I keep saying it—refreshing was the the way, a different perspective about college football, and I had no idea. You know, Christian. Sometimes I had a list. You know. Like you know, anytime you're doing an interview, I, I wanted to get to this, mm-hmm. this, this, and this. And he sat down, and as and my first thing was just, what are you up to these days? And he told me, and I did not realize what he was doing for the SEC office. I knew he was doing something, but I didn't, I, I didn't know what it was exactly. And then you could tell, or I could tell, how passionate he was about what he was doing. And so I just kept diving in and just going a little deeper and deeper. And he just, he just, you could tell he wanted to talk about that. And um, I don't know, I, I don't know what David has planned, but I figure it's going to be more about, you know, Eli and Peyton and his time at Ole Miss and maybe the, mm-hmm. you know, the games against Arkansas. So I was just, I just let him go, and then I got he sucked me in, and I was into the conversation and just, just was learning so much and. Um, I just want to keep going down that path, so I thought it was just turned out to be fantastic. Uh, and this one from the 501 says, from an old coach, thank you for having Coach Cutcliffe on now. So thankful he is on the job. What great insight. Y'all have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks. Um, saying someone is fired when they're not is dangerous for a program, period. That goes back to our conversation with Coach Pittman and uh, some of the things went with him. Any thoughts on an OC? I do not. I, I, and I, I haven't started digging. And I, I'm to the point where I feel like it's going to be another... Like we said yesterday, a Travis Williams top hire. I think it's going to be a good hire, but when it's all said and done, I don't know that... It's going to be somebody that we know. It's not going to be some name. You know, it's not going to be somebody you're like, oh, wow, he's coming to Arkansas? I just don't see that happening. It's going to be somebody, and we're going to have to go, oh, let's look this guy up. What's he done in the past? Where's he been? What kind of offense does he run? So I think that's what we're facing and looking at, most likely. But I do think it's a very, very important hire. Let's do some entertainment news.
0: Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell & Sward Gentlemen's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram or stop by Bell & Sward's new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street.
3: I'm only doing uh, one story today because Cutcliffe will probably be up to talk here very soon. John no, neighbors you know is in
2: here. No, tell John to come back.
3: Uh, you do this story we'll go. Coach uh, Cutcliffe okay. just took the stage. You can go away, John. We'll ask you to come back later. All right. um, So Travis Kelsey has opened up about Taylor Swift. And he said, obviously, he's never dated anyone with that kind of aura about them. I've never dealt with it. He calls her hilarious and a genius. And uh, he says he's a family guy. Her team is her family. Her family does a lot of stuff in terms of their tour, the marketing, being around. So I think she has a lot of those values as well, which is right up my alley. So uh, it sounds like those two are doing pretty well. And uh, I guess we'll end it there since Cutcliffe is taking the stage. Zone uh, so question of the day tomorrow. How long does their relationship last? That's, that's actually a really good one. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the odds should be.
2: Yeah. No, we'll discuss it later.
3: Let's, uh, let's go in and see what they're, where they're talking
2: about. I see Basil up there, and I see Coach Cutcliffe. Went to Great
4: Britain. It became Coach. And what it was originally was something where people were waiting where they were that they wanted to get into to go to a desired destination. Wow. What a great title Coach is. And I appreciate you doing it at your level where you've taken all of these young people to their desired destination, and you guys' job is to take advantage of it. So thank you, coaches, for what you've done. Appreciate it. Agreed. Well said. So, uh, so, Coach, you, we, we brought you here in 2005.
5: Do you have any memory of coming here other than me not paying you for coming? Uh, anything besides no, that? I
4: mean, the buzz is appropriate more ways than one. We got radio, the buzz, but we got the buzz going on here. I mean, everything's happening. Yes, it's the same way. And I do think you told me you were. Wait a minute. What you told me your age is now. You must have been 15 then, right? <laughs> yes, time has passed. Of course, you also walked away with a Bursworth trophy. I'll never
5: forget. So for those that you don't remember, it was a uh, matter of fact, Hannah, if you'll show number five, picture number five here. Uh, this is a picture of you in the Bursworth when you were actually here. Uh, you, you, how about that? Uh, look at that? Look at that young guy right there. He
4: was
0: handsome. <laughs> what happened? So,
5: so that's that was you were a finalist in the second year in 1997, and then you won it in 1998. That was a year that uh, obviously we'll get to it in a second where Arkansas beat Tennessee. I'm sorry, Tennessee beat Arkansas. I, wish, I was dreaming that, that. Yes, that, that. that's what I wish. you so it should have happened. I'm kidding. Thank you. Yeah, wishful thinking. Uh, but you became the head coach at Ole Miss. So this is a true story. So he becomes head coach at Ole Miss. In between when we announced him the winner of the Brawls Award. So who who's your longtime SID It was there forever? Uh, at Tennessee?
4: At Ole, Miss, at Ole Miss. Oh, Ole Miss is Langston
5: Rogers. So they just hired him at Ole Miss. So so we said, well, you've got to come in. Now, we had not announced him as a winner. I'm sorry. He'd been a finalist. So I called Langston. I said, Langston, I know that, that David has been hired as a new head coach. He's leaving Tennessee, head coach at Ole Miss. But we need to have him come in. He said, David, this is too busy a time for David too busy a time he's got recruits this is a new job he said if if he's not going to win he doesn't need to come so this was the third year of the award so i I had to say what is the correct answer so i said langston let me put it this way to keep the integrity of the award where it needs to be it would well be worth his time to be here in little rock uh... or december whatever and you came in and you won the award and that was a cool deal and what do you recall of course you've talked about the johnny majors connection with coach brules and coach
4: It was a significant, at that point in my career, that was the greatest award, the greatest thing that had happened to me individually. Obviously, there's so many great things as team, what I said, but Coach Broles influenced coaching so much more than people realize, and Johnny Majors was an assistant for him here in Arkansas, and that was our standard. No offense, but I got tired of hearing about Kenny Hatfield as a punt returner, okay? I had punt return. I'm trying to meet, reach that standard. And I wanted to hit him when I ran into him, you know. But Coach Brawl's influenced a lot of us, and I developed a friendship, hate to tell you all this, through Coach Royal. And later on in his life, I would go see him, and we would sit down for hours, and he still was trying to compete with Coach Brawl's. believe me. Um, and, um, yeah, I just, I'm so fortunate to have been associated with those people, and that influenced my way of coaching. So I couldn't have been prouder uh, of winning that award.
5: course, you grew up, for those that don't know, you grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. You're the heart of, of Tide Country and went to school in Alabama. What about the influence of Bear Bryant when you were going to school there?
4: Well, I was huge, and Coach Bryant helped me make a decision to move into college coaching I never had an intention I was a high school head high school coach at too young of an age and coach Bryant said so many things through the years and I've got incredible notes I'm a good note taker um now who sadly has passed away I went down to Alabama recently and one of the old heads said you know what coach Moore used to call you and I said what a pest <laughs> and I said yeah I bugged him I wanted to learn everything they knew but uh, Coach Bryant told me this, and I think this is true. I've shared this with my nephew and niece recently. He said, don't go into college coaching. Because John Majors had come and watched the practice. He said, where do you learn how to coach like that? And I said, well, a lot of people. He said, I'm going to hire you after the season. Well, sure enough, he called. So I called Coach Bryant, Coach Moore, Ken Donahue, um And I said, should I go to work for this man? He said, well, he's a good football coach. You'll learn. But he said, don't get into college coaching because you think you love the game or you love coaching. The only reason you should take this job is that you really feel that you can't live without it. And it's interesting about that time. The reason I had time in 2005, I ended up with triple bypass surgery. And uh, I came out of it slow. Slow. Hard, had to take a year off, and everybody was telling me, if you go back into coaching, it's going to kill you. And I looked at my wife, and I had tears, just she and I, and I said, if I don't go back into coaching, it will kill me. I cannot live without it. And uh, that's the way I wish all coaches could feel, you know. So you you come out of uh, uh, high school ranks in,
5: in Alabama and you go to work at Tennessee and this is where you start your career. and One of the biggest things you did, Hannah, if you will show uh, picture number one here, this is uh, so where it all started, where you started getting your reputation as the the quarterback whisperer. If uh, if you have that, Hannah, number one. Nope, that's not. Well, listen, I don't know where Jim. Hey, no I know. Hey, I played
4: golf with him one time. <laughs> don't do it, Coach. He's the only. He, he's the
5: only touchdown club speaker that. When he came in from outside the, the parking lot out there, there was a smoke haze around him. Before was he, he
4: barefooted? Uh, no, he was not. He was Okay, not. well, he played
5: golf barefooted. I'm not <laughs> Yes, that's one of the things. So let's talk about it until they get the picture right. You take that off if you want to. Talk about uh, Archie Manning, Peyton Manning coming to Tennessee.
4: Well, that was an interesting time in recruiting. Um, I think, you know, this. T- by this time, Phillips the head coach, and he thinks I'm crazy, um, but... Peyton and I hit it off from day one. The hard sell was not as much Archie as it was Olivia, who was the homecoming queen at Ole Miss, and Cooper, the older one, had behaved and gone to Ole Miss, and uh, everybody's telling me I'm, I'm absolutely crazy, but obviously Peyton made a decision to come. There's two cute things. Uh, well, one cute and one a great compliment to Archie. So when finally Olivia realized, okay, David and Peyton are soulmates, okay? She said, David, do me one favor. And I said, yes, ma'am. Keep Peyton's uniform clean. (laughs) Archie was in the dirt all the time. Yes, ma'am. And so I call that today I'm a I'ma get the ball out in two point eight seconds guy. I coached in the SEC and that's about the average of what you get or you're gonna have something bad happen. So you build your passing game not around yards but about timing. So when I've gone on in my career, I like to I don't like to give dissertations like I'm doing now on the practice field. If a player held the ball at quarterback he was going to hear, Olivia Manning, and he knew exactly what he had done wrong. Um, so that, that was a constant. And then people asked me about Archie. Well, There's two things. This one's kind of funny. So in in that era, once they signed, you could go down and start coaching him. And I went to New Orleans to coach Peyton because I knew he was eager and hungry, And Archie said, can I sit in? I said, sure. I am the only coach that has ever put Archie Manning soundly to sleep on the couch. I'm coaching Peyton, and he literally starts snoring. What a great coach I am, you know. So, But I will say this about Archie Manning. He was the best, and I don't mean this ugly toward anybody, but he was the best quarterback dad that I had ever been involved with or ever will be because he respected the fact that they were being coached by me and he didn't need to interfere with that relationship. And he knew that I had their trust. And actually the thing in coaching I may be most proud of is that he trusted Peyton with me. And after that test run, he trusted the next one with me in right? Overs, D-Li. so you can't get a better better compliment did, did you know
5: did you know coach when you were around Peyton immediately 6 foot 5 you know the, the uh, there's, obviously there's one of the pictures that's a young Peyton right there Archie As a young Archie <laughs> too <laughs> that's a young Archie too was it, it it didn't take you very long to realize this guy's gonna be you know maybe one of the greats
4: yeah it was it was a different era so he came in in the summer and had to pay his way to school you couldn't put people on scholarship until August so he comes in And I couldn't meet with him, and I'm, you know, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I'm not a rule breaker. I don't want to teach young people that it's okay to rules are for somebody else. But I told him to fill a notebook up with questions, and then get me the notebook, and I could write down, and then he could glance through it. And he's watching videotape in that era, VHS tape, and he brings me three notebooks and i'm like okay and i spent hours trying to answer those questions and they were all spot on amazing so i knew then this is a different guy um he also did something that i've never had another quarterback i had to change his grip i didn't like his grip and so he is an amazing athlete. People think of athletes as speed or fast or juking. His footwork and his ability to take the, I'm, I'm a believer in the nose of the ball has to be up. You throw a football with your fingers, not your hand. I mean, you got to have space. You don't want your hand touching a ball. And he became so accurate quickly, but nobody can master that as quickly as he did unless you're a great athlete. So people get confused as to what a skilled athlete is. You don't have to run four right. two to be a great athlete. Thank goodness for you and I.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's it.
4: Well, let me ask this. So, you know, you have a great career there.
5: Peyton has a great career. Doesn't win the national championship. Uh, but so you go on to 98, and T. Martin comes in. And um, uh, unbelievable game there at, uh, on the river there in uh, Knoxville. Uh, we have to go there. I, for Razorback fans, I had to show this, but uh, this was obviously the game, 1998, that uh, sort of propelled uh, Tennessee to the national championship. If we're ready for that, uh, guys, let's punch up that video, which is uh, number four. Now let's go ahead and go to number four if you have that.
4: Okay. If not, you'll have to describe it. Well, we're going to have to have a center, your <laughs> Clint Sterner, and I'm going to be uh, Billy, maybe, and and I'll hit the center and knock him into you. We can replay it. So, so Coach, that be what, fun for me. What do y'all think? Can I hit him? <laughs> so, Coach, says like we're having a problem back there. So, so
5: it looked like Arkansas had this game won, and you had a situation where Clint Sterner drops back with a minute to go. Steps. Uh, I think Brandon Burlsworth steps on his foot. Arkansas had a chance to close that out there. What what do you remember about that game?
4: First of all, we had played really poorly offensively, and Houston had done a great job in the defensive staff, and they were a great team, uh, obviously. You could tell by the record. But it, it, it shows you what an individual can do. Billy Ratliff was from Magnolia, Mississippi we had recruited him from down there and no name there was no stars associated but on that play he's the one that was the nose guard but hit the lineman hard enough hit brandon stepped back knocked him back stepped on sterner's foot if you've ever had a ball in your hand trying to regain your balance and there's a lot of weight and momentum that ball comes loose and billy ratliff recovered the fumble and then that's just part of the story Philip knew we hadn't played well and he gets on the headset. we got to throw it every down we got we're not really running the ball I said no we're not throwing the ball a single down I got those offensive players over there and I said there'll be no throws ran, it, you ran you ran every play on that drive we to ran score it every single play and we're going to win this football game because all of you are destined to be undefeated and I don't want to hear anything else about it. So we handed the ball off and went down the field and scored. So as bad as that was for all the Razorback fans and those players, and I feel for them, and for Houston as well, that was earned. That was not just a gift. And people don't see that sometimes. That, and, and I still talk to Billy Ratliff, you know. Um, wow. I mean, I get emotional for him. Because nobody really ever gave him the due that he deserved for what he accomplished on one single play that did allow us to move forward and win a national championship.
5: You win the national championship, you get the opportunity to coach at Ole Miss. First, uh, first order of business: get Eli Manning to come to come to, uh, to to Oxford
4: for sure. And I'd been recruiting him to Tennessee, hoping he would follow Peyton. And as it went on, he told me, he said, Coach, I, I just don't want to follow Peyton. So what he was going to do was either go to Virginia or Texas. And I was convinced it was Texas. So we played Vanderbilt to finish the regular season undefeated. And I go to the locker room and look at my phone, and it is being blown up by the chancellor at the University of Mississippi. I had no idea that Tommy Tuberville had left During the night, so to speak, you know. And I called him back, and he said, We want you to be the next head coach at the University of Mississippi. I mean, I didn't know what to say. He said, This is Dr. Kayat." Yes, we want you to be the next head football coach at the University of Mississippi. I said, Okay. I never asked them what they were going to pay me. (laughs) I should have learned that lesson from Coach Majors, what he paid me. But so the first thing I did in the bus on the way back to Knoxville was call Archie. Wow, and call. yes, first, first call, I called no. Eli. And then I called Olivia to make sure she still didn't hate me for Peyton going <laughs> to Tennessee. And I, and I told Olivia, I said, Olivia, we can get it right this time. <laughs> and she said, yes, we can. And so then I called Eli and I said, "Eli, all bets are off. You're coming to Ole Miss, and I don't want to hear anything else about it. And your mama and daddy both agree a thousand percent <laughs> with me. So fastest recruiting job I've ever done. And that that, endeared, that
5: endears you with the fans, obviously, to get to, to get Eli to Ole Miss.
4: Yeah, and and it was it was a great start. Um, we didn't have much. We had a building." Called the UMAA building we didn't have a video center we had to have our coaches meetings up there and then we had to put VHS tapes in a egg crate and carry him down to another building by the stadium where we could meet with our players and we had two locker rooms and I took the guy building our house and at my own expense Improved both locker rooms, Wilson Roberts, rest in peace, Wilson, it gave me a good deal, but it was embarrassing, and we found a way, again, collectively, with a lot of people that wanted to be great teammates, including coaches that we hired, and the players that we recruited, and so that, that's what football can be. And that's a program. You're not trying to have a great team. You're trying to build a great program, which is more and more what we're losing in the era of everything going on in college football. We're gonna get that in
5: just a second. I don't know, Chris, RJ. I don't know if we have video of the seven. So here's the deal. You've got two connections to Arkansas as a coach. One is the the, the fumble, you know, that lets it. You know, obviously winning the national championship. Yeah. So paybacks are th- hell. I know. You? So so we had we had Matt Jones. Elon Manning here at the Touchdown Club a couple of years ago. It was the 20th anniversary of the seven-overtime game, uh, which you were the head coach. Let's just, if, we, if we've got that ready, let's try punching it up. This is the last
0: player. I,
4: I don't know why he didn't throw it to Shane Andrews. No, no, that's not, that's not it. That's not
5: it. That's okay. Listen, this looks like the Razorback offense is sometimes right there. I'm sorry. No, we don't want to do that, so just, just stop it. So, Coach, what happens on the, um, the overtime? You go, you, you go, who is this Matt Jones guy we keep put, they keep putting in
4: I had no idea who he was, and I'm telling you, I'm lucky that I'm not a person that carries a firearm
0: <laughs> because
4: I may have shot him on that night, it was an unbelievable. performance you ever seen anything like
5: that? I mean, it no, was a freshman nobody knew about.
4: Yeah, that you didn't know who this guy was, what, why. <laughs> Seven overtimes and people wonder why you have a limited. Now you go to two point plays to decide it. And I told these guys earlier, always you try to be prepared as a coach. I learned this from Coach Bryant. He uh, he, he would write down on Wednesday night what you say to your team if you win he would write down what he would say if if we lost and then he would write down in this era what he would say if we tied and then he had a category that i had forgotten about called heartbreaker well i was prepared as i always was for after the game but i i I so vaguely remember walking off that field in the silence and going over and and you know, headed into the locker room, um, I, I didn't have any idea what to say. I couldn't find it. I'm thinking Coach Bryant helped me. Coach Majors helped me. Any and I never came up with anything. And so I was out of gas and all I told them was that guys, I have nothing that I can tell you to make you feel better. I don't have words. I want you to have a real slow night. All of us need to go to bed where we can be in a position tomorrow to talk about this moving forward. And um, and, and, and it hurt us. It set us back. But it was a great lesson for all of us. It didn't end our year. And we were able to fight back and and win. But uh, Matt Jones, wherever you are. Wow. But I will say this. Everybody wants to moan about officiating. Standing right next to the receiver was Shane Andrews, the big offensive lineman. Y'all remember how big he was?
5: Yes, we do. And
4: the officials couldn't see that that was an offensive lineman downfield. Eight yards deep in the end zone. Coach Coach, Coach is going to the reps going
5: to the call. Well, I
4: (laughs) I did not know until I watched the film that night that that even happened. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you just shake your head. Another thing Coach Bryant told me, and I don't know if y'all would agree with this or not, but he, he said, as a head football coach, don't waste any of your energy on officiating. He said, number one, you you represent a lot of fine people on that sideline. Number two, as a head coach, when you lose it, you're taking energy from every player and every coach on your staff. Be the big man. Do not waste your energy. And I live that, and I have old SEC officials, and I'm proud of this, come up to me and say, Coach, you were the best coach to work with that I can remember. And they didn't get them all right, but guess what? If y'all would hear me me on the headsets, how many I missed,
5: you know? So So the great thing that you did, you you won 10 games for the first time in 32 years at Ole Miss. Uh, After you leave Ole Miss, you go to Duke. And you win 10 games. I think I saw the first 10-game winners in 100 years. Did I read it, it was,
4: Listen to this. I think the, forever.
5: That's the first 10-game winner at Duke in in football in 100 years. I mean, that is absolutely amazing. Steve Spurrier was there before you. did a good job.
4: But you were able to do some amazing things at Duke. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Steve, my brother played with Steve at Florida. And so when I got the job, Steve called me and said, well, congratulations, I think. He said, just try to win more than you lose if you can. I'm like, oh, yeah, boy, I'm fired <laughs> up. And they had won 10 games in the previous eight years. Combined. Yeah. Wow. And uh, wow. 20, I think it was 21 in the previous 15. Uh, it's a basketball a school. It's a basketball well, school. Coach, Coach K's there. You know, No question. And I had our coaches that I hired, I gave them, Travel gear that said Duke football, and everywhere we went, we got asked, Duke plays football.
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: we we try to. Uh,
5: amazing, amazing, lexi coach. Uh, but now you're with the SEC. Some may may not know this. I think your title is special liaison.
4: No, special assistant to the commissioner for football relations. Doesn't that sound like Dwight Schrute? <laughs> I, I
0: thought.
4: So. <laughs> what does that What does that mean, Coach? It. I just I took it myself and said relations is short for relationship. Yeah. So I build relationships at all of our schools. I go into a facility, and I want to meet everybody that's involved in the football program. I'm not worried about going rubbing elbows with the head coaches. First place I go is the equipment room. Because yeah. if you look at every college program, and many of you wouldn't understand it, but those guys in the equipment room, are, the equipment room is always next to the locker room, right? right? and they know everything that's happening in that program. And it's amazing to get the information I get. And they know I'm an old coach, so they talk to me. And I've also made it a point to try to help them all I can. And um, so I have a couple of equipment guys. I'm more proud of this than anything else. They put my picture up in the equipment room (laughs) because I've taken some things they didn't like doing away from them. So, coach, you know it's a different world.
5: Just in the last three or four years, when you got out of coaching, yep. Um, you know, us old school folks, you know, as a former player back in the eighties, not a big fan of what's happening. You're in it now. So, what's what's your assessment of where we are with NIL, transfer portal, and such?
4: Well, I think it's dangerous. I was a part. I served on the football oversight committee as a coach. I was the only coach on this when name, image, and likeness was being tossed around. And as I listened to them describe the athlete being an independent to this, and they could get their own agent, and you know they could make money their own way, and I stopped them. I said, excuse me, I've got to interrupt you all. This is commissioners, ADs, presidents. And I said, have any of you on this Zoom ever recruited? No. So let me tell you something this is going to be the wild wild west this is going to open up opportunities for players to be bought like never in the history of the game no it's not that's illegal okay you know and so what i think we can do is claw at it a little bit we also escalated the calendar you all wouldn't remember how slow the recruiting process is And I think it's important from a player perspective. Everything, I don't feel sorry for coaches. I I really don't. Don't whine. Please, don't whine. I'm not a fan of that. I'm a fan of looking at how we're affecting student-athletes. Everything has gotten so fast. People are making decisions on juniors in high school. And you all may think that's great. Oh, he can play. Well, he may can play, but can he play in our culture? does he fit our needs is this a guy we're signing that we're going to stay with and develop then the player is this my, my mother told me this don't choose places choose people and if you start choosing money even instead of places i had a i had a I talked to prospects at the time just to educate myself. I had a really national prospect tell me, he said, Coach, I've got all my official visits set up. I'm going to start with the one that's known to give the best front-end name, image, and likeness offers. And once I have that, then I know it's going to escalate. And then I can get to the place where it's going to pay me the most money. And I couldn't even correct him. I, I, it, it broke my heart. So... We need to find a way to adjust the calendar, which keeps us out of the courtroom. Um, We can do that, and that we slow it down, and we invest in young people at a a rate to where we're trying to develop them rather than run them off or, you know, send them off in the portal or go grab another one. How would you like to be a guy that's a third-year offensive guard and he's finally gotten become a starter in spring practice has worked like crazy and then all of a sudden after spring ball they go get a guard yeah, out of the portal and when they come back in August he's a backup again and that guard's the starter I, I don't care for that so, Coach, Coach let me ask you this. Right. Can, can this can
5: anything change it without the NCAA is, mm-hmm. they, they, they've sort of checked out they, the, well just it, remember
4: who the NCAA is again it's institutions. Right. They work for us. Right. So, you, you, we, we can do something about it. But I listen to lawyers, well, through the courts. That's why you hear r- rumors of going to politicians nationally. And one of the problems, and no offense to anybody, is when we start doing laws per state. And that's happening everywhere. Because state legislators don't want to get caught behind right? and you but want to state. be able to recruit and I understand all of that but where does winning at all costs stop when can we get back to teaching values to young people and I know I'm an old romantic when it comes to what college football should be but I'm looking and I'm writing I like to write, I write a lot um I'm looking at every avenue out of the courtroom that maybe we can slow it down. I mean, slowing it down is better than doing nothing, right? I mean, so that's my focus right now. Greg Sankey's brilliant, and he realizes that if this thing continues that there's not an unlimited amount of money, folks, no matter what you think about, you know, things that you read recently. There's not. And what football and television money has allowed us to do is to have other great programs in all the Olympic sports. And young people are getting educated and getting their dreams built. If this goes on, you're going to see a reduction in money that can be spent in those areas. You'll see the United States hurt in Olympic sports, in the Olympic games. I mean, this is real. So it's, it's serious business for serious people. And it's the only reason I agreed to take the job when commissioner talked to me. I said, Commissioner, I'm not going to stay quiet. I may rub you and may rub other folks wrong, but you're hiring a football coach. Okay? I'm not an administrator, and I'm not going to become an administrator. But I'm willing to fight. If something is worth fighting for, my gosh, go fight for it. That's the bottom line. So that's where we are, and it's hard.
5: Well, I think if this guy's out there fighting for college football, I think that's a good thing. David Cutcliffe, everybody. Coach, great job. Thank you.
2: David Cutcliffe, that was that was a lot of fun. I uh, enjoyed hearing him talk. We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to uh, do some birthdays. we got something to give away, Christian. What are we doing today? I
3: think I lost Christian. For some reason, I couldn't hear you out of the studio, but I could hear you down the hall. But um, oh. we're going to give away uh, risky Whiskey Myers tickets. That will be May 3rd.
2: Okay. Well, let's get those uh, lined up. We'll do that when we come back. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Oakland. Great times at Oakland. Now's a good time to download your sports betting app, make you a little money at Oakland. Got games. Well, we got games tonight. Thursday, of course, all kinds of NFL, college. Friday, Saturday, NFL, Sunday, a lot in basketball. We've got the Razorbacks down in the Bahamas. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So, download your your Oakland Sports app now. The uh, they're making it easier than ever to uh, put money into your account. Better yet, take money out of your account. That's the goal, right? Make a little money, put it into your bank account. Also, come visit Oakland's newest family friendly sports themed bar and restaurant the mainline sports bar it's in the uh, oakland racing grandstand and speaking of oakland they'll be up and running a week uh, for friday two weeks for friday december 9th right around the corner they're already practicing down at oakland the horses are in the track the track working out every single morning oakland's got fine dining great food great restaurants of course the casino smoke-free facility and it's a great place to stay. Go to Oakland.com. Book your reservations now. Make it a weekend getaway at Oakland, down in Hot Springs.
3: I ought not to let you just walk
2: Razorback legend Quinn Grovey joins Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer on Drive Time Sports every Wednesday afternoon at four. Brought to you by the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Center. The Thanksgiving
6: week in pro and college football got started last night with a Super Bowl rematch as the Philadelphia Eagles go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs 21-17. The Eagles improved to 9-1 overall. The Chiefs dropped to 7-3. Kansas City had a 10-point advantage in the half. The Eagles erased that outscoring Kansas City 14-0 in the second frame of the game. Jalen Hurts was 14-22 for for 150 yards, but he ran for two touchdowns. The Andre swift also found the end zone as well tonight the week in college football begins as there is maction on a tuesday first at six o'clock on espnu bowling green looks to get to seven and five against western michigan then at 6 30 on espn2 eastern michigan looks to become bowl eligible as they take on buffalo i'm josh neighbors for the buzz radio network
1: It's the sale you've been waiting for all year long. Black Friday at Big O' Tires. Up to $140 instant savings on select sets of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper and Sumitomo tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire we stock. Get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service too. Plus, 0% interest when you use your Big O' Credit Card. Which will leave a little something in Santa's pocket this Christmas.
5: The heavily traveled Thanksgiving holiday can be a dangerous time of year. That's why Arkansas law enforcement will be out in force over the next few weeks, saving lives by getting people to buckle up. If you fail to buckle up, you run the risk of getting a ticket, or worse, getting killed or injured. So this Thanksgiving, make sure the only belt you unbuckle is the one at the dinner table.
2: Click it for tickets. A reminder from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office.
1: Check out River City Flooring in Momel at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430.
4: Hey y'all, this is Brandy and Leah from Frontier Diner. Home of real, real country, country cooking. cooking. We have the best breakfast around. Check out our Facebook page for our daily lunch specials such as meatloaf, beef tips, and chicken dressing. Don't forget our burgers and sweet tea. Sandwiches and salads. Homemade desserts made fresh every day. Open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. Come see us at Frontier Diner in Little Rock. Take the baseline exit off of I-30 across the interstate from Home Depot, where you come as guest and leave as family. Pickup truck,
5: sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive
1: auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right.
2: See shelter agent Drew Self in Hot Springs, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Alex Blake in Little Rock today.
5: Thanksgiving is almost here, which means it's time to start thinking about your holiday plans. This year, save time along with the worry and hassle and let the team at Edwards Food Giant do it for you. Their turkey dinner includes the turkey as well as their signature cornbread dressing, giblet gravy, cranberry sauce, and dinner rolls. All fully cooked, homemade, and ready for you to heat and serve to your family. If that's not enough, their deluxe turkey dinner also includes sweet potato casserole, green beans, and apple pie. Now that's what I call a Thanksgiving spread. Click on edwardsfoodgiant.com to view their full menu and find out how to order your dinner. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi! Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind.
1: Cater your next event, lunch, or dinner. Get the party started. 80 to 240 pieces of sushi platter. Rock and roll! Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Order at
2: rockandrollsushi.com.
3: With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Rock.
2: Once a year, Saracen gives away a coveted BMW to one lucky winner. This week is that special time, and you could be the winner of an amazing BMW X5 SUV from Saracen Casino and BMW of Little Rock. Play to win a top-of-the-line BMW SUV only at Saracen Casino Resort. Just 40 minutes away, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win a BMW X5 SUV Saturday night.
3: Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style.
2: Family problem? Call 800 fox two forty seven hundred. 4700
1: Where can you find
4: 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's
6: Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. DugansPubLR.com.
1: Guadagni Chevrolet has consistently been at the top when it comes to new Chevy sales in their zone. Just an acre for my friends up in Jacksonville. And you know that Guadagni Chevrolet surpasses all the dealers from Northeast Arkansas all the way to Mississippi. And that success in new car sales has resulted in an overstock of trade-in used vehicles. So you need to get out there and take advantage of the liquidation sale they've got on used cars right now. It beats anything in the market. And to make it happen, they partnered with Capital One to get everyone approved for the biggest discounts of the year. Every major manufacturer is represented, and they're all good enough for mom. That is the Guatney Chevrolet seal of approval. You know that. People you can trust, people you've worked with for a long time, and since 1957, the leader around these parts when it comes to car deals. Used tracks also being offered as low as 299 a month. They've got used sparks as low as 299 a month, and you can get a used Rogue as low as $174 a month. That is just the tip of the iceberg. New, pre-owned, doesn't matter. You're going to get treated right. Go see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. It's in Jacksonville on the Gregory Street exit and online at Guatney Chevrolet.
0: Too busy to call into the show? Text us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037. Or message us on the Asher Record Live fan feedback. Now, back to the zone. The
2: sale you've been waiting for is here. It's Black Friday at Big O' Tires, up to $140. Instant savings on a select set of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper tires and Sumitomo tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire they have in stock. And also get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service. Plus, 0% interest when you use your Big O' Credit Card. Big O' Tire. Cabinet Conway, Conway there on Hark rider and Cabinet's Prospect Court. We we'll check them out. Big O Tires, they are the team we trust. Last more and Christian Weaver finishing it up. Little Rock Touchdown Club just wrapped up. Coach Cutcliffe was awesome. I don't know how many people have walked out here, and just uh, been uh, very uh, happy with uh, some of the things that he had to say. So it was a, it was a lot of fun. That was a good day, uh, Christian. We still got to do
3: birthdays. We do, and John is here. He's ready to play. Do you have? We Some do. contestants. Yes. Will, you will be with Wes, and Jeff, you will be represented by John. Here we go.
0: Birthday Trivia in the Zone is brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. It's Elia's in Moralton.
3: All right. We ready? Yeah. Yeah. This lady is an actress. She was in movies such as Overboard, but I mostly know her. Goldie Hawn. Yeah, there we go. Being married to Kurt Russell and being Kate Hudson's mom. Goldie Hawn. How old is Goldie Hawn? John. Goldie Hawn is
6: 77. Wes?
3: 78. She is 78.
2: Man. Bam.
6: Good job, John. Yeah, good job, Wes.
3: All right, this guy's a TV host now. He used to be a defensive end in the NFL. Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan. It was Michael Strahan. John got it. In case there's oh. a delay, West. Uh, <clears throat> hey, <laughs> hey, it happens to me all the time. But uh, how old is Strahan, West? Fifty-four.
6: I'm gonna say he's forty-eight.
3: Uh, he's right in the middle at fifty. Or, no. He's 52, so Wes gets the point. Oh, my gosh. Three, two. Here we go. We Killer. got two more. Audio clue. <coughs> One hit wonder. Sort of.
6: Oh, jeez. What is her name?
3: There's three I do of them. Well, don't ask me, I'll never three
6: Three. She's in also way, in that Al City song. Yeah, I know this song. Everybody knows this song. For kiss, true. It's a very popular song.
3: Oh, People actually like
6: really like her. Like Isn't her? Is the first is the second lady? Uh, is it Ray? It it yeah, that is her middle name. Yep,
2: I know her first name, I don't know her last name.
6: We can combine forces.
3: Yeah, happy birthday, Carly. It is Carly Jepson. Ray Jepsen.
2: Yeah. Jepsen. I could not yeah. think of Jepson. Man,
3: that's good. All right, one more three, two. This guy's a Hall of Fame baseball player. He played most notably for the Mariners and the Reds. He played King with... His... Yes. Which, King Griffey. Yes. King Griffey Jr. I'm going to give it to Wes. Yeah, I should. Happy birthday, King Griffey Jr. How old does he turn? John. He is... You need a bingo bango to tie. 50. 2. It's 54. Wes wins. Will wins. Bang. Yes, Will
6: stupid Carly Ray Jepsen
3: ah
2: I didn't realize that was her only hit
3: well she was in that one song with Al City the good time song or whatever no, oh, oh oh it's always a good time yeah yeah she I was
2: didn't a realize featured that was artist her.
3: in that yeah
2: what do y'all got what are y'all doing John
3: well, today,
6: uh, Chris Kane's going to be actually joining us in studio, uh, hanging out really? and filling in. So, yeah, he'll be here once he's done, with, of course, with his touchdown club duties. Uh, so, he'll be joining us. But Joshua Braun, also from uh, Arkansas Razorback Offensive Lineman, that will be joining us to talk a little bit about not only this past game, but also moving forward into their game against Missouri and what it means to him to have Sam Pittman back as the head coach officially. So, looking forward to catching up with him. and. Uh, talking about Thanksgiving and, and some of the cool things that he has going on in his life. So, yeah, we'll get into that, too, and also get in really more and so into the NIL, because now Sam Pittman kind of changed his tune about NIL. What changed? We'll talk about that.
2: I think the money changed. The, the, the uh, amount of money that he's getting is changing.
6: But, see, I, I, think it's, I think it's even deeper than that. I think it's more so of things that have changed as far as how the NIL is handled, more so than anything. Uh, but that's, yeah. just, that's just my...
3: Real Dick Tracy over here.
6: Yeah, that's just my implication. You
2: either uh, get with the times or you get left behind, right?
6: That's right, that's right. Oh. But as I tried to tell people yesterday, even though some didn't agree, Mike, NIL was not the problem with this year's team. It wasn't.
2: Oh, I, I think it was a huge problem with the team, the way some of the players handled their NIL money.
6: Well, yeah, okay, so yeah, if you want to do that, that's, I mean, that's a different thing. I'm talking about just not having funding, not having money. Oh. Like that was not the issue with this team this year.
2: No, I think we all thought this was a talented enough team to win eight, nine games. Right. Um, it was. Uh, well, we there was a, it was a disaster. Yes, it was a bad year. Uh, but no, I, but I do think part of the problem with this team was the money that the NIO money, and it created a rift among some of the players.
6: I mean, that could be the case. I just like. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's like. It may, may be a little bit more evident once you see how many players end up leaving after the season, I think, huh. you know, and move, moving on to go somewhere else. Maybe that'll be a good indication of it, but, yeah, I mean, that's kind of always been the fear of NIL is, like, how much will that cause problems in the locker room with people no getting doubt. more than others? But I don't know. I just look at it as, hey, unless you can do what the other guys can do, unless you're the superstar, then sorry. It's just the way it is. It's the way life
2: is. What about Josh Braun? Is he coming back? Is he oh, el- yeah. eligible? Yeah. Oh, okay.
6: He, he, this is only his third year. Oh. So, yeah, he's he's 100% oh. coming back. So
2: I did, I did not know that. Okay. I thought.
6: Yeah. And uh, what's also crazy is he's de- dealt with huh. a coaching change in every single year that he's been a college athlete in some capacity. He's like it's,
3: Jason Campbell that's
6: just got an offensive coordinator. Yeah, like offensive, cor- offensive line coaches or coordinators or whatever. He's had to deal with one every single year. But it'll be good to talk with him.
2: Wow. Okay. I can't wait to hear it. John, thanks. Christian, great job. We'll be in the studio tomorrow. It is another packed day. Quinn Grovey, Clint Sterner, Kevin Kelly, Joe Klein. A lot to get to. Join us tomorrow on The Zone. Have a great day, everybody. Eat My Catfish's top secret employee
1: menu is back. Featuring irresistible new creations like Noya's Cajun Black and Chicken Dinner and Ms. Patty's famous onion rings. Go to EatMyCatfish.com to view the full menu. Eat local. Eat fresh. Eat My Catfish.
3: Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your
0: vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get. With the finance